Hey, hey, can you guys hear that? Hold on, can you hear it now? No? Huh. Well, you know what that is? That, that silence, that quiet? That is the first time in almost two weeks where I have had the house all to myself. That's right, since the begin, beginning of the summer break, this is the first opportunity I've had just to have the home quiet without any kids running around. Uh, and I am, you know, it's one of those things where, yes, of course you miss them. And, and I'm, I'm sad that they're gone. But at the same time, I'm not that sad. I'm glad that they're hanging out with mom tonight. She became, she she came over this morning from house sitting. We spent uh, the majority, the first few hours of the day just kind of uh watching some TV, I made breakfast, then uh, she was, she made some awesome Portobello uh, burgers, uh, you know, for, for lunch, we went to go see, uh, visit grandma's house, because grandma lost uh, her old dog, and so she's pretty heartbroken up about it, so we went and, you know, paid our respects, uh, and then, as of 5.03 p.m. on this June 16, 2018, I have the house all to myself. I am, you know, quote-unquote, a bachelor for the evening. I'm a sailor out there looking for a good time uh, within uh, boundaries, people. Okay, let's not get crazy. Um, but yeah, so what am I going to do this evening? Well, right now I'm spending a little bit of time with you, just kind of hanging out. Then I may take a nap because I am 40 years old now, and I feel that a nap between 6 to 7 o'clock uh, gets me really... Uh, going for going out this evening. Uh, I have a friend from the office whose boyfriend plays in a rockabilly band and I'm going to go check them out. Maybe have some uh, some whiskey some whiskey, and listening to some rock and roll music. I'll be home when I get home. Uh, try not to overdo it because tomorrow morning I got to drive out to meet the family for a you know, small little breakfast and then we'll be in the Pasadena for their annual chalk festival on Colorado Boulevard actually at the Paseo Colorado, and then come back, have a nice dinner, and that will be the weekend, and that will be Father's Day. But, you know, some people think, well, it's so sad that you're spending Father's Day Eve all by your little lonesome. No, it's a fantastic gift, and I love my children. I adore my kids, but get them the fuck out of here sometimes. I just need to have the house of myself. I need quiet. Guess what? I may be running around in my underwear here in just a few minutes, I'll pour myself a glass of wine, perhaps. I'll turn on the movies that I'm not allowed to watch when they're when they're here, like Rambo First Blood. Or I'll turn on maybe something with Kubrick in it, rewatch 2001 A Space Odyssey, or A Clockwork Orange, or The Shinning. Uh, I don't want to get sued. Um... Yeah, that's 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 you know, that's gonna happen until you know after my nap, and then then I'll go and I'll be an adult for a little while and tell jokes and drink and and be merry. And before I knew it, I'll turn you know it'll pumpkin time, and I'll come back home and turn back it turned back into a regular old dad. But so you know when when my wife and I were constructing what was gonna happen, you know uh, Father's Day weekend, uh, I always feel weird about it. Like, I don't need a fucking parade to do what I'm supposed to do. Like, I appreciate it. Uh, and maybe it's perhaps that I don't have my own father with me anymore. He's, he's not around. Uh, he hasn't been for almost 11 years, 12 years. Um, but because I don't have to celebrate my own father. Uh, and 
because I see what I do as I'm just dad, you know. I don't. It's it's the it, yes I I shouldn't dismiss it, but I'm just dad. It's not like I am saving the world. It's not like I am sending up you know a spaceship to the moon or to Mars or anything like that. It's not like I am trying to figure out how to fix our fucked up country and our fucked up politics. Yeah, I'm I'm not out there picketing. I'm certainly not standing at a wall you know, keeping everybody safe in the U.S., I'm just dad, and I'm doing the very best I can to make sure that food is on the table, and that the house is is clean, and that education's going on, even though we're not here, we're not uh, in school, but that I'm waking up every morning, and I'm putting in the Khan Academy videos from the YouTube, so the kids are not getting completely behind in, in, in their education, and that once summer camp comes, that I'll be driving them to and fro, uh, you know, so that they can have some fun, or I'm the guy that saw that one of our tires, somebody fucking took a razor to it, and so I had to go in and get a new replacement um, tire, and was really hoping that the warranty was still good on it, but then you realize that the warranty is, in fact, not good, and so you're going to have to buy a whole new fucking tire, and I had to make that phone call to my wife and tell her that, hey, we're going to have to spend 150 bucks on something that... Fuck, I wish we didn't have to spend 150 bucks on, like a stupid tire. Then, uh, over the course of the week, realize that uh, there's been some funny business going on with our ATM cards, and what the hell does that mean? So trying to figure that out with the bank. Uh, Thinking about my career and what I'm doing and and how uh, what's the next step for me here at 40. And so all of those fucking things are just the everyday, but then I realized that I'm not the only person that's dealing with all this stuff, right? That there's a lot of other parents, single parents, of you know, gay parents, uh, lesbian parents, straight parents, old parents, younger parents. All of these people have their own inner struggles, and to have a fucking day that people say, hey, way to knock out that dad stuff. Well, I don't need it. I'm appreciative, and... I I know that as I get older, I'm going to become a little bit more, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm going to be get more sensitive about it. And fucking A, one kid, one, when my kids leave the house, um, and if they were to forget Father's Day, I'll probably get all feelings and bitch and complain that they don't love me. But for, as for right now, I, I don't need, I don't need it. I just, I, I'm just glad to have a little bit of time to myself to hang out. And I know that my kids love them, love me, and I love them. And I know that my wife appreciates all the things that I do. Uh, and I wish I was doing more. I always wish I was doing more. Um, I had that I had more sense of self to to be more successful. But I've also started to realize that you know that I give, need to start giving myself a break, and that I, there is a lot that I do do, and that's a good thing. Um, but I certainly don't need. A parade, or uh, I, I don't need Father's Day. I've never needed it, um, but I'm appreciative of the people that think about about it. I'll tell you what I do, um, what I did appreciate. So this is going to be a bad segue, but uh, something that I've been meaning to talk about because I, I watch a lot of movies, as you guys know, and there's not a lot of flicks that really affect me. Like I'm super excited to see the Avengers, right? Because it's a fucking fun flick to see and. And you go out there and you and you see all these impossible things on the screen, and that is very very cool. But it's it's the Avengers, and I know that I'm watching fantasy, or 
you like the solo movie, which I have it. I had this come to Hugo moment about what's happening with Star Wars and how am I starting to feel about that franchise. And of course, I I love the Kubrick stuff because I I like a thinking person's movies. And then that's what for me Nolan is the new Kubrick in in a lot of ways. Uh, I like the sentimental movies, like we were just watching Gremlins with the kids and the Goonies with the kids, and I like you know putting myself back when I was so excited to see those movies at that time and see the excitement through their eyes. I think that's very cool. But there's not a lot of movies that really like touch me as as you know just in the heart. But I will say that within the last two and a half years, I've watched two now that when it comes to really helping me understand the struggles that I had as a teenager, which I still think that some of those struggles eventually uh, still manifest themselves as an adult. Um, I feel like there's a lot of injuries and a lot of uh, scratches and a lot of things that happen in your teenage years that kind of get implanted on you, imprinted on you, and you spend the rest of your life trying to get rid of them. A lot of angst that you don't know that it takes a long time to get past and a lot of us don't ever do. Uh, and so any movie that talks upon that coming of age period, maybe you know, from teenage years to maybe around 2021, 20, that take you through that journey and show you that you weren't the only person that was dealing with that, I found those to be really impacting lately. And there's two that I saw just you know, within the last two years. And one of them is Boyhood. And the last one that I saw just a few days ago is Lady Bird. Um, so let's talk about Boyhood real quick. Uh, because I think they're both very similar. And of course they're, you know, then they, but the way they were exercised and made are very different. But Boyhood, if you don't know about the movie... Um, it basically takes one young boy and then shows you his teenage, you know, he t- it takes you through uh, his, his own, the same kid, it takes you through all of their year, all of his years as a teenager or the majority of his years as a teenager. Uh, now, some people call the movie gimmicky. To me, it wasn't. Um, actually, it takes, it take, the movie takes, a span of 12 years to tell its story and it takes you from this literally young boy to I think he's in his in his early 20s um, the name of the actor I'll tell you here in a second is Eller Coltrane he plays Mason in the movie it has Patricia Arquette it has Ethan Hawke in it um, but you see these little snippets of the boy growing up the challenges with having uh, a dad that's kind of a dreamer that wants to make it in music, kind of a charming dude, but is not the most stable. You have a mom uh, played by Patricia Arquette who is really, she kind of has to be adult and it always has to be adult and that makes it so that sometimes she's not as fun as she should be. I think she's a very liberal you know, personality, but she also knows that shit's got to get done, bills have to get paid, and she's going to do whatever that she's going to have to do to make that happen, and also make some interesting choices with the men that she chooses for herself. One of them being, uh, because this couple obviously doesn't make it, they're, they, they, they go their separate ways, they have to stay connected because of the kids, but they have to go their separate ways uh, as people, but they were always intertwined, and they come in and out of each other's lives, but she has to make some choices when it comes to uh, 
well, she makes a choice with regards to a guy that she dates. And sorry, my wife just texted to letting me know that she made it in time. So I'm letting her know not to call because I'm recording with you guys and I don't want her to mess up the app. So give me one second. I will text and talk responsibly. She said made it and I'm going to tell her I'm recording. So she doesn't call. Anyways, so yeah, Patricia Arquette. Uh, she gets together with this guy who seems like a good guy in the beginning and I don't want to give things away too much so I guess I'll just say that the guy that she turns out to be with there's something about him that isn't quite right and ends up being very affecting but a lot of those scenes are very real and very raw and everybody's acting right but it certainly seems like shit that happens in a young person's life the the ebb and flow of family life and and how it happens to affect this young man and, and and he's kind of a blank campus through the majority of the film but maybe it's because he's just get, soaking everything in he's recording everything uh, and eventually again I don't want to give too much away if you care to you know to watch it but eventually it will manifest itself and, and I think that's where the movie leaves things is that uh, he will take what he has experienced over the course of the last 12 years uh, that's the timeline in the movie, and um, and it will it will service for him to become whatever it is that he's going to become. And the reason why I say that it touches me is because in a lot of ways that's how I was. Um, I kind of went through my teenage years just kind of soaking everything in, like all of the experiences, all of the things that were going on with my parents, their, their, their religious nature, their worry about the American culture, the constant problems that we were having with money, my dad's physical abuse, um, being the oldest boy and, and, and the machismo that goes around with that and always having to subjugate my feelings about things uh, and not show them because that's the way that you lived. Um, growing up in East LA in the 80s where there was a lot of shit going on and people weren't happy in Los Angeles all of those things I, I, I was just kind of soaking it in soaking it in soaking it in and I feel that now in my 40s and, and it's been like that for some time all of a sudden this rush of creativity and all, and all of these connections to things that I'm experiencing in my own life now are crashing into a lot of the memories that I had from back then in this just this tidal wave, this slapping of water back and forth between my past and my present are just coming together and it has led to some of my, my most, um, I just have a need to write. In my most creative years, I have a need to write and express and to show and, and, and to put my mark visually and, uh, and in writing and now, obviously, through recording to the world, because I'm realizing too that I that my life is very finite, and I won't be here forever, and that if I don't jot this stuff down and, and share it, then it'll be lost to the ether, and I can't, in good conscience, do that. And I and it's and you would say, well, who gives a fuck? You know, nobody needs to hear this. Who? But my, I think my children do, and. Again, that's where I think the movie really touches me because it tells me that, yes, you can be your boyhood years. Maybe it's not about necessarily finding yourself. Maybe it's just recording. You're recording, recording, recording so that one day you will be able to process it in your maybe late 20s, early 30s, and hopefully shed a lot of that crap in your 40s.
Um, and <laughs> so I guess in a certain way, what I'm saying is I'm starting to really grow up now. I'm, I'm really maturing now. My wife would tell you, you're still just a fucking immature kid, but at least I feel that that is what these last few years have been about, is me processing the shit from back then through the lens of somebody who has lived now a life and realizing, God, that, there, there's some old paradigms that I just got to get rid of because they don't work. They don't work anymore. But I thought they did. I thought that they were the core of who I was, and in reality, they're not. So that's what Boyhood did for me. Then there's Lady Bird, uh, which came out, I think, last year. Um, let's see if I can find some information about that. Uh, isn't it wonderful to have everything at your fingertips? Um, it came out in 2018. Uh, so, fuck, I'm going to screw this up. Say or say Ronan is, plays Lady Bird. McPherson, uh, I think that her name in the actual movie is Christine. Laurie Metcalf is in this film. Um, and I will tell you that, and I think I've talked about this before, but Laurie Metcalf is doing some of the best work of her life. Uh, there have been very few things which I have seen her in lately where she hasn't been wonderful. Even in the Roseanne uh, comeback, which I enjoyed, by the way. Uh, I, Lori Metcalf is still just a scene stealer. Um, but in this movie, she is so real and powerful as a mother. Um, that I, I liked her as much as I disliked her because she was fully fleshed as a character. And with regards to the title character, Lady Bird, um, God, I wanted to fucking choke this fucking teenager, teenager because she was doing the same shit in a lot of ways that I was doing, which just be you're unhappy about the world and the circumstances that you've been given. You're unhappy about where you live. You're unhappy that you may not get to do what all the other cool kids in the school are doing. You're unhappy with who you are. You think that sex is this amazing thing that uh, that it can be, but that we squander sometimes when we're younger because we're such in a, such a rush to get to it because it's, it seems like a notch that you got to tick off uh, the bucket list at 17. You know, uh, this character, it was, is, is, was me at, at that age, as somebody who felt that they were the best person in the whole fucking world, completely entitled, but blaming everything and everyone around them for not giving you the tools that you needed to really express yourself. Um, and again, I will not give spoilers to the movie because I think it's something that you got to watch on your own and, uh, and make up your own mind about it. But... Uh, what this movie helped me see is the fact that there were a lot of sacrifices that my parents made for me. There were a lot of uh, kicks in the crotch that I sent their way that they dealt with and, and they forgave because they might have understood that I was just going through shit. And also that they that they wished that they could have given me more, but I they couldn't. And that they ate crow on my behalf uh, where they could have really just told me just shut the fuck up and, and, and be grateful for what you have. 
And, and they might have done a little bit of that. I mean, again, it's different what a movie can show you because they can't tell you what the day, every day is. But it just shows you these snippets and then they're trying to convey a message. But I know in the everyday, uh, I'm sure there were times where my mom was saying, hey, be grateful for what you got. But all of that got lost in there. But I, I do think that I made my mom and my dad feel shitty about the situation that they could afford to give me. Um, and I didn't give them enough credit. And now, unfortunately, my dad's gone, so I can't go back and tell him, uh, hey, thanks. I never got a chance to do that. Um, and with regards to my mom, she knows it, and she's, uh, she's aware of it now, but I, I wish, in a lot of ways, I just hadn't been the asshole that I was back then. But that's the crazy part, right, is that... You just, you just, you you are who you are when you're it. Uh, and hindsight will always be twenty twenty. I wish I had done it different, though. And maybe, perhaps, kids should see these movies when they're teenagers to give them some kind of insight. But I don't. I think the law, the message gets lost because you're so self-aware, uh, uh, involved too, as a teenager that you just. You forget that there's a whole world that's revolving around you, um, and, and and who knows? Maybe that's the whole point of teenage years, and uh, and then it takes your twenties, maybe your thirties, to shed all you know that, uh, you know that you know, everything is about me mentality, and then start living empathetically and and, and along with other people. So who the fuck knows? Uh, can you tell that I kind of been like wanting to get back on here and talk to you guys and let you know what's going on? Uh, but anyways, I'm gonna go chill out for for a little bit. I I gotta go out tonight and have a good time. I'm glad to have you know twenty somewhat minutes just to kind of catch you up with 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 the goings on here every single day. Uh, for all of you dads out there, I know I just I made a big fucking to do about uh, it not being important, but. Listen, you guys rock out there. Good dads. Um, uh, maybe that's the whole thing, right? It's like, I don't want to fucking parade because I'm, I just do what I do. But um, there's a lot of dads that don't. And there's a lot of dads that do. And for, for all of you cats that out there that are doing it and knocking it out and are making things happen and, and are taking your lumps and getting up early to go to work, uh, to put food on the table and and sometimes your kids disappoint you and you just got to roll with the punches or I remember when my my youngest was super tiny and I was exhausted but she wanted to be carried and so I you know for a mile on a hike and a, and a half on a hike uh, I carried on her back and she just kept on talking about how come on dad you got to keep on going you got to keep on going and I'm exhausted and all I want to do is just put her down because my neck is killing me and hurting but I can't let her down I'm her camel and this camel's not going to let my little girl down. Um, that's what dads do, right? We are the workhorse that we need to be when the kids need us. So um, for all you dads that do that, uh, fucking A, uh, happy Father's Day to you. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Let me know what you think. Uh, I, again, I, I, I keep on being surprised by the very nice messages that I'm getting on Anchor from other people, the recording, uh, and also the, the recordings that I get from you guys, and also the Twitter messages that I get, uh, and then now some of you guys have caught on to my Instagram account, and um, I'm sorry that I put so much delicious food 
for you all to see, but hey, I'm a chef uh, part-time, so I'm going to keep on putting out the food there, uh, and I hope you guys are enjoying, and I'm making you hungry, and you know me, if you call me out to your place to, uh, to cook, all I expect is beer, so I, I will do that for you anytime. Please subscribe to the uh, podcast, please let me know what it is that you think, happy Father's Day tomorrow to all you cool dads, peace be with you.